0: I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used
1: to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion. Known for his signature move, the diamond cutter, diamond cutter, took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring, and created DDP Yoga. Cause it's time, it's your time. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a
2: huge difference. I felt so much better. It was
3: a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around. It's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. <laughs> DDP yoga can work for anyone. Bang!
0: DDP. DDP. Radio. high
3: five. Well, hello, my fellow DDP yoga warriors. What is happening? We are live. It's Wednesday night, 9 p.m. right here on the East Coast, and, uh, we are in for a very special edition of DDP Radio right here at ddpradio.com. And uh, we're going to have a great show tonight, and we're going to discuss the huge weekend that uh, our group had in the the community, as well as the festivities in Dallas for Wrestlemania weekend. It's uh, going to be a fun show. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. And uh, we are going to be joined in just a moment by our uh, our official Wrestlemania correspondent, uh, all the way from Alaska, Josh McAdoo is going to be on the show in just a moment. But we've got some business to cover. First, of course, I must introduce our co-host, the one, the only, the lovely, the touch of class here on GDP Radio, uh, Stacey Morris. Hello.
1: Hey, guys. How you doing?
3: Doing good. Ah, great, great. Can't complain. And uh, we got have we got a lot to talk about uh, th- today. And uh, Stacey has a recipe she's going to share with us in just a little bit, too. So uh, you definitely want to stick in for that because if you've ever known any of Stacey Adele's recipe creations, you know that it's worth sticking around for because she makes some amazing stuff. But uh, you can check out at StaceyMorris.com, as always. Uh, and, of course, we must uh, introduce our co-host uh, as well. He is the plummeting mass of humanity to my Spanish announce table, ladies and gentlemen, Robert McLaren. Hello, brother.
4: Oh, how we doing man another week, another show? Just keep going on, don't you're we just
3: you're just so so defeated every time you have to speak to me i
4: isn't that weird? I don't you know maybe there's a connection there. I don't hm
3: you you're gonna to talk to your strength next week, and they're like, yeah, this depression seems to coincide around Wednesday nights, nine o'clock every week. I don't get it,
4: yeah, yeah, no, I actually you know my therapist and I have talked quite a bit about you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, as, no, as Robert. Robert my, brings a he brings a technical, left brain stability to the table, and we we yes. need that.
3: Yes, absolutely. Uh, we we couldn't do it without Robert, and uh, uh, Robert, I'm sure, will admit that he couldn't do it without me either. As much <coughs> as he gives me a hard time, it <laughs> would be an insult to oh. in his soul if he didn't talk to me every Wednesday night.
4: Got stuck in my throat. Uh,
3: Well, anyways, we'll get started here It's going to be a fun show tonight A lot to recap because it's been a huge, huge weekend Um, So before we get started into this We've got a couple things we want to cover uh, for business As you guys know, um, Diamond Dallas Page and his lovely bride Brenda Are on their way to uh, Australia right now, the land down under Uh, It's going to be a great uh, weekend They're going to be there for about a month It's a big big yeah. Trip, trip for them, and uh, lots of stuff going on for them. But uh, the two big things we want to talk about right now is in Australia, they're doing a, uh, a viewing of the Jake the Snake Roberts, the resurrection of Jake the Snake movie, um, and that is going to be happening at the Astor Theater in East St. Kilda, Australia. Um, the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts private screening, uh, open to the public, so it's not private, but you can go in there. DP is going to do a Q&A, all that stuff, and uh, the Jake the Snake Roberts gotten rave reviews. Um, from people inside the wrestling business and outside alike. So if you're in Australia, you're going to want to get down there because chances are they're probably not going to be torn that film again in that area, at least for quite some time. So uh, definitely make it out to that. And, of course, uh, Sunday, May 1st, uh, the kickoff of May. can't believe we're already almost in May. But uh, in the same town, town, uh, Kilda, Australia, the TDPO workshop at the St. Kilda Town Hall, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Inspiration Meets Perspiration, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, like we were telling about just a minute ago, D.P. doesn't get over to Australia a whole heck of a lot, but he loves it when he gets down there, and you're going to want to get to that workshop because it's going to be a hell of a time, uh, and I know our boy Ralph is probably going to be down there too. Hello, Ralph, if you're listening. Uh, so, yeah, for all information, head over to com. You're going to want to get your tickets now. If they haven't sold out already, I'm sure they're going to. Uh, in record time, so definitely get to DDPOworkshops.com and pick up your tickets for both the screening of The Resurrection of Jacob Snake Roberts and, of course, the DDP Yoga Inspiration Meets Perspiration Workshop in the land down Under. And uh, before we get going, uh, Stacy, i gotta, I got to hear this recipe because Stacy teased me at the beginning of the show saying, yeah, I want to reveal a recipe on the show, and now I'm intrigued, and now I'm excited, and now I'm sure we'll be doing some cooking this weekend. So, Stacy, what do you got for us?
1: Well, I decided to make, uh, because Chef Bill, this is one of his favorite things in the world, uh, chocolate chip cookies. And I've done recipes on my website and I think in, in my dessert cookbook uh, where I take something, you know, uh, like a, a comfort food dessert and I, I use uh, something like beans, you know, uh, garbanzo beans as a base. Well, that was getting old. I mean, I've just done it so many different ways. Um, using black beans, garbanzos, whatever, and and they have their own texture that not everybody's crazy about. I decided to switch things up a little, and use almond flour or almond meal. And basically, what that is is just finely ground almonds, and, and it's like uh, you know a powder, and you bake with it just like you would regular flour. Well, these things, I mean, and I, I made cookie bars instead of you know the traditional cookies. I used coconut oil instead of butter. Um, My personal preference is sugar-free Hershey's chips because I like to keep the glycemic index low. And I used coconut palm sugar instead of the white stuff. They came out so amazingly good. And, um, you know, full of healthy fat, full of fiber. They don't, uh, you know, make you feel like you've got a hangover after eating a couple. And they really... You know, they do actually some favors for your body. It's not to say you can eat a whole tray. Um, You know, you still have to be mindful of quantity, but it's a really nice made over recipe of a classic. Uh, Right now it's up on my Instagram account and it's also on my latest Huffington Post uh, blog, but I'll be putting it on Facebook. Uh, I call them gluten free and paleo. Chocolate chip cookie bars. So go look that up, and they're actually very easy to make too. You don't have to have a lot of baking talent.
3: That sounds amazing. Uh, and you and Chef Bill are like a chemist in the kitchen. You guys just find these like crazy, out of the way like things that you can do to like foods that we all know and love, and just the way you approach them and kind of like figure things out like that is amazing. Uh, I recommend StacyMorris.com to anybody. And uh, if you enjoy uh, that recipe, which I'm sure you will, you want to pick up her other uh, two cookbooks, uh, Stacy Morris Clean Comfort and uh, Sweet Comfort, also available at StacyMorris.com. She's got all kinds of great stuff uh, on her website as well. As if you've listened to the show before, you probably already know. Uh, She's pretty uh, talented in the kitchen. All right. Um, No, I guess we'll just get into it. We'll, we'll, We'll do our introduction right now. Of course, Our our, our, uh, correspondent, shall we say, the WrestleMania correspondent, he's all the way from Alaska, went all the way to Dallas, Texas, specifically to cover WrestleMania for BBP Radio. I'm completely lying. He actually got paid to go to Dallas, which is pretty much the dream of any wrestling fan to make money watching wrestling. Uh, You know him if you've listened to the show at all. He's, of course, a good friend of the show, a good friend of myself, and I am dreading what's going to bring uh, when Robert and Josh come together to roast me uh, tonight. But uh, let's bring along right now the ass-kicking Alaskan himself, Mr. Joshua Makachu. Hey, thanks, guys, for having me on. Hey, what's going on, man?
4: Do you see Makachu? No.
3: no.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he thinks he's funny. So he's always uh, coming up with funny uh, last names for me, apparently. You know?
3: (sighs) I think I'm funny? You don't even. You can't even comprehend the level of my brilliance, there, <laughs> Uh You make it so
2: easy. You make it so easy for me and Robert and, and you know how many other people online, you know, just to hack it. So.
3: Yeah. Well, you two, like they have a little bit of a secret weapon against me because they're so equipped 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 with Photoshop and stuff like that. So I'll say something stupid and in real time. Josh and Robert will already be working on some elaborate Photoshop piece. <laughs> they're gonna put them on our page to make me look even stupider. Uh but they're uh they're they're fun. And uh, I'll try to get you to receipt one day, but I don't know Photoshop, so I'll be doing like six figures with paint or Microsoft <laughs> Paint or something. Nice. Stop stop animation like they did on South Park or something. About as yeah. far as I can get. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, Josh and I—we uh, I really enjoy Josh. He's one of our members of the DDP dealer community that's been around for a long, long time, and uh, he's, he's seen it all. You know, he's been there from before this company kind of really took off, and uh, he's been kicking ass himself, and uh, that's why they call him the Astic in Alaskan uh, and he's from uh, Alaska, which is just a beautiful. He constantly posts pictures of this beautiful scenery. Uh, all around him But we're going to get into the thick of things I know Stacy probably didn't see uh, WrestleMania, maybe some clips uh, So uh, we, if you have any need any clarification or any questions About something that you don't quite Grasp about what we're talking about Feel free to chime in And uh, I will ask for a translation <laughs> Yes, exactly <laughs> uh, This show is, is hard for, It's going to be hard for someone who's not quite a wrestling fan But we're going to try to you know Cater it to the masses as well Uh, But, Josh, first of all, you got into Dallas uh, over the weekend. You went to the WrestleCon, and you saw Diamond Dallas Page uh, at the event. You saw all the crew, Jacob Snake Roberts and everything. And I think it was you. First of all, I want you to tell this story. Uh, I actually saw a clip of it on the interwebs uh, of a little (laughs) bit of a chop situation with uh, the two guys. Tell us about that, first of all. That was pretty funny. Oh, God. Yeah, so I uh, I was standing in line with one of our
2: individuals that uh, went down uh, on the trip and stuff, and uh, uh, he asked me to stand in line with him to meet Dallas. And I said, Yeah, oh, of course I will. And as we were standing there uh, uh, behind Jake and Dallas was uh, one of the, uh, the wrestlers, um, and this guy paid money to get chopped in the chest. And so you hear the loud, you know, smack of the chop, and you know the guy buckles over over the table, and all of a sudden it's like you know blood in the water and and the sharks are Dallas and Jake basically. So Jake runs around the curtain, goes over there and goes, no, 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 no. You know, this is basically how you do it. And chops the living daylights out of this guy. And then of course Dallas hears that. And it's like, he's got a one up Jake, you know, like they all got to one up each other. And then all of a sudden this, this kid getting chopped again. And, uh, I mean, handprints on the chest, bare chest is everything. and, And this guy definitely got his money's worth. And, uh, it was cool that the video has kind of gone online and and made its uh, circulation there you know on the internet. So uh, I was I was laughing pretty hard and it's like man I, I would not pay for that because you know, they uh, they definitely lay that stuff in hard. So uh, yeah.
4: Yeah, Mullen's Mo- got it for free.
2: <laughs> for,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for for no, rubbing his mouth. Gonna... <laughs> I was there. I was just...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were there
1: for that year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't oh, I could what you, you could hear it around the world, actually. Oh man. Yeah, but the best the best part of
2: that is that Katie was just sitting there laughing and filming all of it. Like I was like, that's when I was like, I really like Katie. Look at this. This is great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I, I, they said we. I had five shops coming to me. If you guys go on DDP TV on YouTube and search the Chop Challenge, uh, you'll you'll find the video. It was really really well produced by uh, by Garrett and uh, uh, Christopher. Uh, and, and all the crew there um, who did that, uh, it was really well done. But if you look at that video, they totally kind of played me, played it off like it wasn't going to happen. And so, you know, Dallas' big thing is it's always better when they don't know what's coming. So I'm standing from, you know, my back turned on things, and he comes up on my right shoulder and smack. So I was smoking a cigar at the time, and I actually literally broke the cigar in half with my finger when he hit me. And then uh, they, there was a couple other chops, and then they were going to let Katie have one because – now, Katie's been with me for five years now, so she she's, she, she owes me a few receipts. And uh, she laid it in there, and, and Dallas was uh, pretty much done at that point. And she laid it in there and goes, no, nah, it's not going to cut it. So we get back out of the pool and just, like, slap, man. And then, uh, of course, the double chop by uh, our boy D. Wayne uh, Schmelhaus and uh, Dallas made for a pretty, pretty funny um, thing. But if you look at the comments in that video, the thing that got over the most is the flare bump into <laughs> the pool. Yeah. <laughs> no. But but anyways, that that was fun and of course all that hilarity goes on with the GDP retreat, just a cheap plug right there. Um that was a great time. We always have fun down there. Um but yeah, that was the chop situation and then Robert was I mean, Robert Josh was telling me that they that the, the skin instantly started raising off the chest right there.
2: Oh, yeah, and, was, uh, and you could see the fingerprints and everything almost. It was just like, oh, wow, yeah, they
3: definitely uh, laid it on the And, and uh, that was the uh, the replicon workshop, of course, Jake and Dallas, and so many guys were, uh, not workshop, but uh, convention, were there as well. And then you moved on to the Hall of Fame that night, which uh, I actually just saw a video posted on uh, WWE.com uh, of Dallas, you know, sitting there talking with the Freebirds on the, on their exclusive uh, web context. And, you know, anybody who knows me knows that I'm the biggest Freebird fan on the planet. Uh, I'm I, I obs- obsessed with the Freebirds.
0: <laughs> and, you know,
3: to the point that when uh, when they announced the Hall of Fame thing, Dallas was, like, blowing up my phone saying, You are the Freebirds? You know, he knows I'm such a huge Freebirds fan because every time I'm with him, all I do is bother him for stories about the Freebirds. So uh, them going into the Hall of Fame, and, you know, Dallas was actually a big part of that whole, you know, that crew. Of course, the Freebirds... The real, real, real big time was uh, the world class in Dallas uh, in the early 80s, but they kind of reinvented themselves a bit in the, in the early 90s. And uh, Dallas became a crucial member of that. And he's got some really great stories about riding with the free birds. And he actually has a great story about how the birds kind of laughed at him a little bit when um, when he said he wanted to go break into the wrestling business. That's one of my favorite bit. stories, Dallas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were they were ribbing them. They were ribbing them pretty hard in the – Obviously, he was was, was skinnier at the time, and, you know, he was always been a manager. And once you get, like, you know, you get pigeonholed or, like, typecasted as a manager or somebody outside the ring, it's hard to get the boys to take it seriously. And that was an issue for Dallas' whole part of his beginning of his wrestling career. Uh, But it was a great story about how Michael Hayes called him uh, years later and said, I'm proud of you, you know, you you did it. Despite not giving you shit every day, you did it. And, uh, you know, the, the birds mean a whole hell of a lot to Diamond Dallas Page. And he was there to see them get inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame, as was McAdoo, as was Nathan, who totally got left hanging on the fist bump by Michael PSA's in his rendition, um, if you want to call it that, <laughs> of Bad Street, USA. But that was a great night. Uh, Josh, what was the vibe in the building there? Um You know,
2: like when you first got in the building, you know, it's cool to see the different setup. You know, I've been to Raw and SmackDown and Nitros and all that, like, over the years. So, you know, I've seen a different variety of, you know, know, the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania, all down to, you know, the shows that aren't televised and whatnot. So to see the production is absolutely amazing. And and you're only seeing, like, you know, uh, just a speck of what they're doing behind the scenes. But, um, you know, the way that they cycle everybody in and stuff, it's just like... You know, it's like the lower card guys start getting their seats first, and then it just starts raising up. And it's just like this, I don't know, excitement starts building as you get, like, right up to the show. And, uh, and you know, their videos that they do are phenomenal. I mean, if uh, you could not be a wrestling fan and you just feel the videos that they put out of, uh, you know, whether it be the Hall of Fame or WrestleMania or Raw, like, they do a really good job of uh, getting you emotionally invested. And um, it was uh, – it was something for me that was like how ironic that the one time that I got the hall of fame, one of my favorite wrestlers Sting, is going into the hall of fame as well as mm-hmm. the free Um, and of course everyone was like, okay, so you're going down there for work and you're going to cry, uh, openly at, in this arena filled with wrestlers. And, and I kept it together, but man, it was, it was pretty emotional. Like, um, a lot of the speeches are, to me, always amazing. I love hearing stories. I I could sit there for hours and listen to all those guys and gals tell stories, you know, Um, but you know, in in this day and age, everyone's uh, you know, off to the next thing, like, you know, keeping things moving, so um, but it was just like a really good vibe, and you kind of knew what was coming with Sting in the retirement thing, and I, uh, in the back of my mind, I was hoping something would happen where he would show up at Wrestlemania, but once he announced the Retirement thing. I was like, oh, that's. I mean, if if he's legitimately retiring because of the injury, they're not going to let him step foot in that ring, you know. Um, yeah, at he least basically at had
4: the. He had the same injury that uh, that that uh, killed Edge's career. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You don't want to screw around with that next stuff either. You don't want to keep going when that stuff goes wrong. But uh, the, the main mm-hmm. thing, thing was it was a huge deal. I feel like. There was so much that got like hyped on WrestleMania. There were so many huge moments that entire weekend that the Sting thing kind of got pushed in the back a little bit. I was surprised that you know I think they should have given it its own little showcase away from Mania because that's a big deal. You know, Sting is one of the all-time greats, and you know the, the WCW stuff alone uh, before he turned into the whole Crow character was Hall of Fame worthy, and then just to kind of take his career and reinvent it like that, and. Mm-hmm. You know, so many times, which I, I credit guys like Sting and Nick Foley to be able to do, so many times the guys find something that works for them and then they just coast it all the way to the end and coast it all the way to the ground. And guys like Sting and Nick Foley were, were, were guys that kind of took something that was really working while it was still hot and turned at that point and went in a different direction, um, which takes balls to do because when you got something that's hot, you want to keep it. But I think that kind of reinvented their career and gave them a lot more life in the long run than it would have done to just ride them or the, the Surfer thing thing into the ground.
4: Yeah. And the, yeah, the cool yeah, thing I, about that story is that there was a guy named, I can't remember his last name, but his first name is Andre. And he's the guy who did the glacier and, uh, uh, Mortis and all those, uh, those guys. And he, uh, um, he did pretty much all of the special effects for WCW back in the day, but he was the one who came up with the Sting thing. And I actually I, I interviewed him once, and he was telling me the whole story about it. But um, do you guys remember when uh, they did the WrestleMania and uh, uh, Triple H came out and, like the the Queen and the Barbarian character? Yes, yeah. yeah, that was also Andre's uh, Andre's work. He, he he's worked worked tons of stuff. He did like the fake head. You know, Hulk Hogan gets delivered his own severed head. That was him. He, he's done all kinds of stuff like that. Oh
3: wow, uh, that's pretty cool. WCW had some had some like you know, some legit like production team like the guys they had access to from being Turner, you know, legit like movie like props and you know, there was a big uh big stuff they could do they could play with in the Turner budget. I know Rob, yeah. from having uh Ray Lloyd on, we've we've talked about him uh with him a bunch of about times about how much that whole glacier thing cost. Like that yeah. Turner money was
4: geez. yeah, that system. that... that, that um... That system cost a hundred thousand dollars to put together, to, to 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 make it snow. You know, cause that, his it, to, for those who don't know, when he came out, he had like the, like it was snowing and there was like lasers and everything, but the entire arena would snow, and it cost a hundred thousand dollars to to put that together.
3: Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's I just I mean I'd be like, just hand that money to me, you know? Yeah, and also, I'll take the
4: rafters and and you know get a box and. <laughs>
3: Yeah, just dump some, like, confetti up on the (laughs) rafters. Um, So, yeah, the the thing thing was a great thing, and, uh, you know, that was a great uh, moment. Uh, But, like I said, I feel like I kind of got a little bit, got buried in in, the wrestling media as because so much went on. It was such a big weekend. And, you know, moving on to the next day, of course, we'll talk about the access stuff and all that fun stuff. And we have a call on hold. We'll get to you in just a a few minutes. Um, But, uh First of all, we've got to talk to detail of the workshop, and uh, Rob, Joshua, there we go. So many of you, I can't get them straight. Uh, <laughs> uh, Josh, uh, you didn't get to the workshop. it was a change in location, and things just didn't work out for you. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you had a, a, a crew of kids to, to be uh, um, responsible with. Um, but uh, if there was ever going to be a workshop at, at, for, at WrestleMania, uh, I think WrestleMania Day is the perfect day to have it, because... I know for a fact that if I was there, I would make the effort to get my ass out of bed early and go do that because, as Josh can probably attest to, as I talked to him earlier and his back was killing him, um, it's a long weekend, a lot of standing, a lot of moving. Yep. You know, You're just constantly on your feet for about four or five days, and having that chance to loosen things up in a workshop like that will make a huge difference.
2: Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, like usually you, you go on a trip or whatever and the last thing you want to do is, is exercise or whatnot. So this is one of the first trips that I've done where I actually took some stuff with me to, you know, cause I, was, I knew where I was going to be standing a lot in long days and keep stretched out and, and whatnot. And so doing some of those DDP yoga stretches are amazing. I mean, just standing in line and doing some of that stuff and the breathing is, you know, helps me. I, I do it daily and whether I'm just standing or playing hockey, but, um, I uh keeping keeping yourself moving and being in the gym or going to the workshop is a must for a weekend like that because you just get so run down but it's go 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 and then you're you know the day that you're flying home you're just like wait what happened
3: <laughs> so it's
2: it's good to stay uh up on the exercise stuff so so yeah
3: yeah and I I hear there was a fantastic turnout for the uh the workshop and uh everyone had a great time and I want to touch on this, which, Stacey, I'm sure you'll be in on this because you could probably uh, relate and know a lot of the characters we're talking about here. Um, a lot of, and to bring it back into DDP Yoga uh, land, um, Mick Foley, first of all, was on the Steve Austin podcast, uh, the kicking off the WrestleMania weekend. He looks fantastic. And, uh, of course, yeah. he's been doing DDP Yoga and was quite vocal about the fact that he has been doing DDP Yoga. And just today on the DDP Yoga Facebook page, uh, was a video of Mick Foley putting his pants on. And it does, it's not as disturbing as it sounds, but he, was really, he, was, he looks fantastic. And one thing about Duty Yoga, which is pretty crazy, is you see all these workout videos and you see all these infomercials and, 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 and broadcast things, and you know, sometimes you get a suspect of, of these things, you know, because you hear about all the, the horror stories of Photoshop and people just altering images to make it look good for their products. But when you have someone like Mick Foley or, or so many like accessible people like Mick Foley, Jake Roberts, Scott Hall, Stacey Morris, Artstar, uh, uh, just people that you see. And it's not just a picture next to a picture. It's these people who's out in public telling you what they did. You know what they did look like before. Seeing Mick Foley walk out there, it was like it was 10, 15 years ago.
4: Yeah, he looked really, really good. I mean, he's never been like the uh, the pinnacle of shape you know, uh, of nutrition, and but he would look really good.
2: Yeah, yeah, that he was looked, something that um, really blew me away. And, and, you know, it's been, you know, I've been with you guys for three and a half, whatever years it's been um, now. And uh, I remember in the early stages, you know, Dallas would come on here and, and say something about Mick or other wrestlers, you know, that people are like, hey, I, can you help them? like uh, he was with Jake and uh, Scott at the time. And Mick's always the top of the list. And, and for me, I really like Mick Foley. I hope someday to be able to shake his hand, you know, and for entertaining us all these years. But the fact that he's a family man, I kind of have uh, a little place in my heart for, for you know, someone like that. But uh, seeing the progress that he's made and he's like, you know, he's pretty new at it. I, not new, but, you know, he's just getting going on this DDP yoga journey. And it's awesome to see that he's, so into it, and it's um you know many times Dallas would tell us all to go tweet him you know and just harass him about doing it, you know, because Nick would say, "Oh yeah, I'll do it, just like a lot of them did, and uh I like seeing those pictures in that video today was just like awesome and and really a touching moment you know, to realize that he he's making that effort because uh, his body's beat up like you know for all those years of uh, throwing himself around the ring for our sake, you know,
4: yeah, and also things.
3: Yeah, awful things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. But Nick, but oh, Katie and I got to spend some time with Nick last year at a comedy club here in Raleigh. Um, we were actually getting some audio for, for DDP uh, radio that we are trying to, that I was just doing like a promo thing. And he, he invited me back and Katie back, and we were just sitting there talking with him for like two hours. And uh, he had like two of his friends from Long Island that had come into the show that lived in the area that he grew up with, like really close friends. And then Johnny Fairplay was, was sitting in on the conversation with his buddy. But, like, you know, what really kind of made me kind of, like, proud of Mick is, you know, hearing him talk candidly about how hard his life is. Um, obviously, he knew when he, he, he signed up to the style of wrestling that he was going to do that it was going to have consequences. But when you're sitting next to the guy trying to help watch him and, and give him a hand getting out of a chair that he's been sitting in for an hour – it becomes a little bit more humbling and a little bit more real than just, you know, hearing, uh, you know, on TV or whatever. And, you know, things were tough. If you saw that uh, celebrity, uh, what is it, life swap or something? You know, his wife was, was crying saying she has to help him put his socks on in the morning. It's just, it was heartbreaking. So uh, if anybody would benefit from someone like DDP Yoga, not just for the workout, not just for the, the weight loss, but for an exercise program that he will be able to do uh, with his body being in such rough shape like that, he couldn't do, you know, lift weights or on the treadmill probably. And DDP Yoga is one of those things that could help him um, fit his lifestyle because he's he's left it all on the table on his career, left in kind of a rough shape. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're, we're proud of Nick and Stacey. I don't know if you saw the video of CDP Yoga uh, on Facebook, uh, on, on the official page they posted it today. Uh, really great video. If you want to check that out yourself,
1: okay. I haven't seen it yet, but I have seen pictures um, of of Mick Foley. It sounds like a pretty in, incredible transformation. Yes, it, it really cool. is.
4: Yeah, I think it's just the beginning of one for him, but it's a good start.
1: Yeah, yep, absolutely.
3: And of course, you know, with the Mick Foley thing, he he showed up at WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels and other WWE. Uh, originally uh, Stone Cold Steve Osman, who is a great friend of everyone here at DDP Yoga. But, of course, we can't wrap this up before we talk about the surprise entry in the Honor of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. The music hits, the bang is on the big screen, and out comes Diamond Dallas Page. What did you guys think of that?
4: I was pretty surprised. I mean, it was it was very surprising. It was kind of like, I mean, my take of it was, oh my god, there, there's there's Dallas is coming out, and then two seconds later, was like, holy shit, that's Shaq. you know. So yeah. kind of <laughs> just the way that they, they, they did it kind of took some of the, uh, the the cool factor off of, of Dallas coming out, but it was still very very cool to see him.
3: And I know I love yeah. that. I noticed that, that Dallas started going to work on on Shaq as much as he can. He's like, oh, he knows where the publicity's at. He knows where yeah. the good morning America is going to be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, Now, I, guys, I sitting there. Whoops, go
1: ahead yep. Well, now I just have a question on the the crowd itself because I saw a show a few days before this, you know, the event, and basically Vince McMahon's daughter and the daughter of uh, the Dallas Cowboys owner took a pretty big risk by having the event at the stadium because they, you know, it wasn't a given that it would sell out. Would mm-hmm. Josh, would you say it was a pretty much a, a full house?
2: Um, you know, they, they post the number up there and it was over, uh, you know, a hundred thousand is what they said were in there. And um, sometimes, you know, they'll put those numbers up there and the crowd's not all the way full, but, uh, it seemed like it was a packed house and people were like, you know, all in their seats for most of the show, you know? And it was, it was such a sight. Like I kept taking, like every hour I kept taking a panoramic picture as it got darker. Cause then they started bringing on more of the lights and stuff. And it was just phenomenal to look back at those pictures and go, wow. Like I was in the middle of that many people and it, I, I didn't think they were going to do it. I thought we were going to have about seventy, eighty thousand 80,000 or whatever. Um, you know, back when we bought our tickets in November and it was very impressive to see that many people actually in there.
1: Yeah, it looked it looked like it was pretty full from the YouTube shots that I saw. And I, I just want to let you guys know that this is the God's honest truth. I'm not joking with you. I was at the very first WrestleMania. So oh, What's wow. back in the awesome. and this was this had to have been the eighties, but I was there. Yeah. It was a total fluke, but I I, I was there, and it was a blast. That's not not something you keep from (laughs) us all these years. That's information you (laughs) share. Where was this information? I had to keep my ace up my sleeve for the right moment. (laughs) Wow. That's that's, that's (sighs) That's, crazy. I know. Yeah, that's where it all started. Sugar Ray Leonard sat kind of near me. It was a total uh, surreal experience. Wow.
3: That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so... So I can only imagine. I mean, the excitement. I mean, the, the floor was shaking,
3: uh, oh, and this yeah. was at
1: Madison Square Garden. So I can only imagine what this was like at this massive stadium.
4: Yeah, and that was like 32. Paint. Yeah, I think the first one was like 60 or 70 thousand, and then I think three. Uh, WrestleMania three was was that one at the Pontiac Silverdome, and that was like 93 thousand. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. 93,000. I think, the, I think the Garden is, is much smaller than 63, but I'm not sure. I think it might be 30. Um, but it, it, it's, it's grown huge. And Stacey, to put in perspective, this was their most ambitious show they've ever done. This was a gamble, and anybody who's familiar with the career of Vince McMahon knows that he's all about taking a gamble. Uh, this will be the biggest mm-hmm. show that they've ever done, uh, and it, it actually broke the live attendance record. Or not the live, uh, you know, revenue record for any live event in history uh, this past week. But that being said, it was it was that was a it was a lofty goal for them to even get close to that. And then to think of like the circumstances that they kind of did it under. Yeah. All of their top guys go down in the, in the several months, you know, leading to WrestleMania, which is you got to promote the show off your top guys, the guys that are going to sell tickets. I mean, that's why they try to sell uh, Ghostbusters to be a number one movie. And then all of a sudden, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and uh, Harold Ramis pull out. I mean, those are, those are the guys you're going to see. So it was a big deal that they were able to put those numbers up despite having their, their you know roster depleted by injury, um, which was impressive to begin with. But also, it kind of shows how the name WrestleMania has been branded as just a must-see event, no matter who's in the card. Uh, back in the day, on the Madison Square Garden, it would say Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper. Now it just says... WWE and they've branded that event to be such a big deal on the the Super Bowl or something like that that the casual people that don't even watch wrestling make a point to go check out WrestleMania.
4: Yeah, it was not a great card. I mean, I was not a you know there's there's a couple matches that I really wanted to see, but it was not a, a, a card that really just grabbed you. But it was an amazing show. And that seems to be yeah,
3: the consensus mean... for the past couple of years too. That that uh, they have a card that on paper doesn't look good, doesn't look like the best possible thing you could do. But when they're kind of like that, I think they kind of try to dig a little deeper. and were tries to pick up the slack a little bit more to make the card great despite the uh, – the, the on paper, it doesn't seem like it would be the greatest event.
2: Yeah, and the, yeah. I mean the sound in there was absolutely phenomenal. I mean for – most of the matches there was never any like you know this is boring chance or at least in in our section and things would just carry and it it was uh it was pretty awesome to uh my thing was is for years uh as a undercard uh match I wanted to see Zack Ryder versus Dolph Ziggler because they did that whole internet thing when they weren't on television and whatnot that much and they were doing their YouTube stuff and it was entertaining it was hilarious and uh, I thought it was always going to be a, a good match and it was cool that they were in the ladder match together. And the fact that Zack Ryder won and he got a very loud reaction. Um, I was thinking, well, you know, there's probably going to be pockets of, 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 you know, fans for Zack Ryder and I'm going to be the one in my section only, you know, cheering for him. But it was, it was really loud and everybody, you know, was hanging, hanging right with him. And, uh, it was cool to see Scott Hall with them and whatnot afterwards, and with the Intercontinental Belt and stuff. And they did a little spot there, um, you know. And, and going back to the, the Dallas thing and Dallas popping up, um, our screen that was facing us actually popped up the word "bang" before the music hit, and then the screen went blank. And then all of a sudden, it like you know five, five to seven seconds later, you know it happened again. And I kind of jumped up because I was like, wait a minute. And I just really see that on the screen at first and then uh, all of a sudden there he was and then I did the same thing that Robert did I was like hey that's Dallas and then I kind of sat there and the guys I was with was like that's that guy you know and I was like holy shit that's Dallas like he's coming out to wrestle And I was like oh my god like this is how bizarre is this you know how bizarre yeah. is my life that I get to see this and uh it was awesome
1: so he actually kicked some ass didn't he
2: yeah, yeah. Not a uh, he wasn't
4: yeah. out there for for a, a huge amount of time, but yeah, he was definitely out there.
0: Two the
3: diamond cutters. Mm-hmm. The smart money would be the, been the final two guys: Diamond Dallas Page versus Bo Dallas in Dallas. That's the smart money right there. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't go that route. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was a great appearance, and uh, I actually I actually uh, got a hold of him that night, late in the night. And because uh, we, we, uh, I texted him and we we talked back, and uh, he looked like he had a bit of a rough landing there. Like Katie saw he grabbed the shoulder first, so I'm like, oh boy, no. But uh, yeah. we confirmed he's feeling good, he's doing all right, uh, and he's on his way to Australia right now, which uh, we'll have to touch on in just a minute. But uh, he's been waiting on hold for a while, so I want to bring him on. Um, uh, Eric, was, I forget which Eric. I know there's so many Eric's that I deal with. Eric Sacker. Hey. Robert had hey, uh, messaged got? me, and I couldn't remember which
0: one. Uh, Eric, what's going on, man? Hey. Not much. How are you guys?
3: Doing good. Hey, Eric. Good?
0: Hey. Good. Nice hearing about the WrestleMania weekend.
3: <laughs> yes. Did yeah. you, Did you? Uh, were you watching?
0: I watched from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
3: All right. <laughs> there we
0: go. Yeah. And, uh So, uh Yeah. I wanted to come on the show tonight to uh, I wanted to talk about a uh, event for uh, for Team DDP Yoga uh, that okay. uh, Mary Calico and I are co-hosting in July July 30th in Chesapeake, Ohio. It's a fundraiser. It's a live workout. So it's called Team DDP Yoga Summer Live Workout, Chesapeake, Ohio at the Chesapeake Community Center. It's from 11:30 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it's going to benefit the branches domestic violence shelter and the DDP the hardship fund. And it's only $10 if you pay online, $15 the day of the event. And uh, you can get all your information at buildingthebroken.com or believetoachieve.com. I'm sorry, believetoachievenow.com. I don't even know my own website, guys.
1: (laughs) Well, those are two really great causes.
0: Yes, they are. Uh, Mary and I was... Been talking about this for like six months, trying to put something together. So, and this
1: uh, is a live
3: workout, you said.
0: Yeah, it's a live workout at the uh, Chesapeake Community Center. Would love for a lot of the team DDP of the community to show up, and it's going to be a blast. So awesome. anyone
1: can do it from any time zone, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is like uh, it's kind of like a workshop, just minus Dallas Page.
1: <laughs> wow, so, great idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that,
3: that that's yeah. awesome. And uh we wish you the best with that and obviously, you know, great cause right there. And uh keep us also how it goes, uh for sure. What's the date again?
0: It is July thirtieth and it's in Chesapeake, Ohio, at the Chesapeake Community Center.
3: All right. Well uh thank you thank you for uh for letting us know and uh uh wish you the best with it and uh if anyone on Team DTO is listening that's in that area, definitely uh worth getting there. Uh Eric is uh he's his break, he's lost a ton and ton of weight and uh he's kicking ass as well. So uh if you're gonna learn, learn from somebody with success and uh definitely
1: check that out, man.
0: Hey, I thank you all and and uh don't give and a Eric, you're,
1: you're a teacher, Eric. Where where are you teaching your classes?
0: I am teaching in southwest Virginia, uh in a town called Painting, God, Virginia. And I got an excellent deal with a gym owner and I teach three days a week.
1: So cool. Fantastic. Yeah, awesome. And you can also you can catch Eric on the new two stand up. He's yeah, very um, inspiring.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm the modifier on stand up two <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, All right, a, well thanks
1: for letting us know about this event. It's it's a I've been seeing it on Facebook and um, you know, wrong well, just keep putting the word out, and I think you're going to get a really good turnout.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, I appreciate it. It's, it's going to really benefit two great causes, and uh, that Mary and I both really, you know, hold to our hearts there. So I appreciate you guys giving me a little time on the show.
1: Awesome, man. Absolutely. Thank Thanks good for welcome. calling in. Let us know how it goes.
0: All right. Have a good night. You too, sure.
1: Bye.
3: Yeah, that, that's, that's a cool call. And it's so cool that, like, people in the DDP Yoga community who have uh, these uh, certifications under their belt are using these certifications to do good in their community. I've seen several fundraising efforts uh, done with uh, the DDP Yoga brand, and it's really cool that people who uh, are certified in teaching glasses use this brand to, uh, you know, reach out to people that are, that are struggling. It's, it's something that I'm proud of the community for, for kind of going with.
4: Yeah, and Mary herself, she's huge on, on helping people. She 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 does a lot of of uh, classes at uh women's shelters and things like that. She's really really big on it. and She does a great job.
3: Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Way to make me feel like a piece of shit. Like I don't do anything. head figure like. I, I I do I really <laughs> so need to say anything to make you feel like that? I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I see all these people doing good, and all I do is sit here and make snarky comments on the internet. There we go. What am I doing with my life?
4: Uh, uh, she's helping somebody else. P- pass me the box of ringings.
3: <laughs> yes,
4: exactly.
3: <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> all in all, it was, it was a great weekend. And of course, you know the, the Shane McMahon jump has been talked about In oh. knocking, but it, it was a crazy event. Um, the guy's forty-five years old, looks amazing. Uh, I tell you, I lived through the entire event by uh, checking out posts by Nathan and, and, and Dylan, uh, who are having a great time as well. And such a huge event. It's turned into such a big thing. You know, WrestleMania weekend was, you know, a, a day or so with a little bit of access. And they've ended up turning it into this juggernaut uh, tourist attraction. that's at the point where cities are, are, are bidding big money to get access to WrestleMania in their city because it's such a boon for their community. Uh, yeah. It's such a big deal.
4: Thank like, yeah, it's
1: going like to come to Orlando. The almost.
3: <laughs> almost. Yeah. Which, Robert, I, I think I'm going to be coming down to the Orlando workshop, so maybe I'll uh, you'll just randomly be sitting home, and I'll be banging on your your front door.
4: Yeah, that's why I don't give out my address. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I,
3: actually, I do need the police to police the crash if you uh, if you get a little extra room in that bed of yours. <laughs>
4: No, no.
3: I mean platonic Robert. I mean <laughs> I don't really care what you mean.
4: <laughs> hey, you're asked to, There's a Motel six down the road.
2: Uh,
0: I just have. I, I just have a question.
1: Josh, Josh did you get any sleep over the weekend, or was it just like a non-stop seventy-two hour so, party? So I,
2: I was. Uh, when I switched over to this new job, uh, my first order of business was planning this trip, uh, back in October and kind of getting everything lined up. And, uh, the previous years that the person in my position did it, it was a, uh, a nightmare apparently. And they just couldn't get the trip right. And, you know, times right and events. Right. And, uh, so it was my challenge to kind of set it up. So we had a little bit of downtime and then it was like, go, go, go a little bit of downtime. And, uh, I uh, I ended up staying up until probably about 2 in the morning uh, um, Dallas time, maybe 2 or 3, just so I would not be as exhausted when I got back home. And uh, I ran pretty hard just to, you know, make sure that all the guys were doing what they were supposed to be doing and, uh, and whatnot. So I felt really rested. It was weird. I, I don't know if the time change helped me on that, but uh, – <coughs> I'm uh, starting to feel the effects a little bit now, but uh, it was just nonstop uh, action. Seeing people—I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing wrestling fans and hearing Ric Flair woos or you know whatever. And the the best part about it was, no matter where you went, all the fans were like super, super nice. Like if you're if you're crowded and you bump into somebody, you know, no one got mad at you. They were just like really super nice fans which is great to see that and and uh you know a lot of the wrestlers um i never ran into a wrestler that was being a jerk or anything like that and they you know there's some of them that have a history of that stuff so you know you steer clear of them but uh everyone was so like really nice and uh It was really cool, and and having the conversation piece of, hey, I came from Alaska is a good opener when you're meeting some of these guys that you might be nervous, like, to talk to or whatever, and so it was really cool, Um, and to see the guys that I brought down there, their faces when they got to meet these guys, they were just, like, having the time of their life, and it was, that's what made, you know, all the headaches and and BS that I had to go through to plan it all and make sure everything was bought and paid for and, and whatnot before we left, and. And uh, so it was. It was really an awesome experience. And again, um, to say that I got paid to watch wrestling is kind of a, a cool thing to say. Finally, in my yeah, life, shut up. so
3: <laughs> years, <laughs> and, and years Josh, of hard work
2: I, finally paid off.
3: <laughs> Josh, Josh, despite your boyish good looks, uh, he also is—he is, he actually is a decent guy. He actually works with kids who uh, kind of uh, have uh, some troubled situations or. or Kind of have some struggles that you know the rest of us don't necessarily have to have to worry about on a daily basis, and he he works with uh, with kids and he's a really great role model of these kids and going down to WrestleMania with them and he did he made it about them and, and making sure they had a great time and you know it was a lot of work uh, despite being paid for WrestleMania you know you get a group of people you're going down with it's a lot of work and uh, it is to be commended what he does because he's worked with uh, with uh, the youth for a long time now and uh, he he's he's a, he's a genuinely decent guy. And uh, I will never. I, if you tell anyone I said that, I will deny it.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate that. That's, that's uh, you know, it's very humbling to hear that. So.
3: And uh, we're gonna we're gonna get ready to close things out here in just a minute. But before we do, we gotta we gotta put over the boss man. And uh, well, of course we're gonna put him over because one of the most genuinely decent guys I know. There's a lot of people in this business. Mm who can be kind of uh, shitty, I will say it. And the Diamond Dallas Page uh, whole positivity thing, if you didn't know the guy, you might think he was being condescending because he's so positive, and those people don't actually really tend to exist. Um, But he is genuine. He's, He's a good person. He's a good human being. He has helped countless people. And despite this being a business and despite this being a career, is the career that he takes the heart he actually gives a shit he actually gives a damn uh and most one of the most genuinely good people in this world and I said it on Facebook last night that in the year two thousand and sixteen as a country where we're kind of divided as a world, things are as uh uneasy a uh, lot of uh just bitterness and anger and stress in, in people's daily lives and to see someone like him still exist in this time is it, it's comforting and it, it's good to know that you know. People give a shit. And he is one of those people that are, is just a genuinely good person. And he turned 60 years young this year. Uh, actually, what was it, yesterday it was. Yes. And happy birthday, Dallas. And uh, him and uh, Brenda are over to, going to Australia right now. And uh, if you would have told me that he's 60 years old, I'd laugh at you. And uh, he is in amazing shape. He's an amazing inspiration and proof that when you get older, you don't have to slow down because he's – as crazy as ever. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, seriously, that's <laughs> proof that you don't have to age and decline. You can age and get better and stronger. So let let his, you know, physicality and his health be an example to everyone because we're all going to get there or, or you know, or the alternative. But if we're going to get there, let's be healthy.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, know, okay. Good point.
3: He talks about the mindset too, the the, the positive mindset, and there was actually uh, I was reading, I kind of read these like weird like scientific papers and stuff like through like you know uh, educational journals and stuff. And
4: there was yeah, a yeah, study like
3: was the pictures, done, yes, yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> there was a study that was done that legitimately links uh, people who 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 age complaining about their age and you know, woe is me, oh, I'm so old, this hurts, that hurts. The people that are vocally Uh, you know, negative about growing older tend to struggle more health-wise and actually age less gracefully than people who try to keep a young attitude. There is actually a mental uh, connection between the physicality of getting older and uh, the attitude of which you age. Interesting. Yeah, it it really is. There's so much in life that's psychological and so much that's mental that, you know, you wouldn't even truly actually uh, appreciate um, but you know, Dallas is proof. The, the positive mindset, the, the no-can-do attitude. Uh, <clears throat> Don't, you mean up, can- can-
0: Don't
4: you mean can-do <laughs> no. attitude? Yeah, sorry. The can-do <laughs> attitude. Uh, I
3: can do shit. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you tell him he can't, he's going to tell you you're wrong. And that kind of attitude has served him well in his career, his health, and his life. So, uh, happy birthday. Uh, I'll give him a hand Diamond Dallas Spade, 60 years old. Uh, 60 years young, sorry. But uh has been break for a lot of people. Yay. There we go. <laughs> Apparently the studio audience just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, there we go. It was, a, it was a hell of a weekend. WrestleMania is a big to-do. Uh, next year it's going to be in Roberts, part of the world. Uh you planning on heading down to that, Robert?
4: Um, I don't know. There's yeah, a lot of variables kind of awesome. involved there.
3: hmm Yeah, Robert doesn't know what's gonna be happening tonight. <laughs> he gets stuff yeah. thrown at him at all times. So.
4: Yeah, I don't know if the hitman's gonna be here tomorrow. So you you never know, you know.
3: <laughs> uh, well, I did just get a knock on my door. Robert, do you have anything to say? No. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fun weekend. Uh, and WrestleMania has become not just fun for being there, but fun for like the audience at home. I mean, Robert, you probably know you have to go to the WWE network. I do. It's become like, you know, must see TV every night of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Monday as well, uh, which was uh, a, a great Raw. Lots of fun. If you're a wrestling fan, that's pretty much your version of, I don't know, the Oscars or Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl. Yeah, and it's, yeah it, it's a big deal for us. And uh, it's always fun every year. Uh, it's like Christmas. We look forward to it. And uh, DDP and Jake and Scott and everybody from our crew has had such a big kind of part in WrestleMania the past several years with Scott there, uh, at WrestleMania the year before and Jake and Scott going in the Hall of Fame and now Dallas. Um, it, it's really cool that they kind of take care of the legends like that and give guys like Jake and Dallas and Scott who paved the way for so many of the young kids uh, a, a good spot on the show. And Diamond Dallas is there wearing his DDP yoga shirt. He knows how to get that logo across. He's a professional, (laughs) uh, and uh, it was a great time. It was great to see him, and it was great to see all the guys and the crew having a great time. So we're going to wrap things up. Uh, Anything else, Stacy? Do you have anything coming on?
1: You said you had an appearance coming up, right? Yeah. um, I'm going to be speaking a week from tonight at the Bolton Landing Library, um, it's Wednesday the 13th, and then Chef Bill and I are doing a cooking demo at the uh, William K. Sanford Town Library in Albany, New York, uh, Saturday, August, uh, August, April 16th. It's all on StacyMorris.com, and, you know, check out my recipes, check out the blogs. Uh, I just did, you know, I, I, I write about emotional eating Getting back up, I, I've seen a lot of that on Facebook. People are starting over again, which is great. and um, i've I've been there. I gained a hundred pounds back twice. so I know what it's like to start over and just put one foot in front of the other and tap into this community because it's a very supportive one. I, I want to hit on that in the
3: coming weeks too' It's
1: something we got to talk about.
3: Um, there's a lot of people who've been in this crew for a while, like me personally. Um, then, I've, then I've had some setbacks in the past couple months. And uh, it's a great thing to relive because so many people are ashamed to come to the community. And i got to give my boy DJ Clark. He's one of my favorite people in this whole community. Uh, wrote this great piece on the Deep Yoga, uh boards uh, today about how he was kind of scared to come out and say that he was struggling. And he had a tough couple of months when he was at school, uh, you, know, you know, bettering himself. And, and that kind of took up a lot of his time and it set him back a little bit. And it takes some balls to admit that you're struggling, you know. In this community, so many people are excited to tell you how well they've done, but it also kind of has this backlash that it makes me kind of uncomfortable to admit that they're having a hard time, which shouldn't be the case. That so should be the moment you're reaching out the most. And I promise you, we're not going to shun you. We're going to embrace you, and we're going to do what we can to get you back on your feet, as people like Josh and Robert and Stacy have done to me, my whole Yoga uh, uh, run. So we're going to talk about that more at length. It's a subject I really want to revisit. Uh, if you guys are cool with that at some point mm-hmm. and, uh, Absolutely. uh, and, uh, Josh, thank you for coming on, man. The Kick kicking Alaskan. And, uh, I know you got your, your blog. Uh, do you want to give it a quick plug real quick? Cause you write some cool stuff too.
2: Um, God, I can't, even, I don't even know it off the top of my head because I've kind of walked away a little bit from it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can't Ask kicking
3: no. Alaskan. How's that?
2: Probably find it right away on blog, uh, googleblog.com but you know I want to just say thanks for having me on and I really appreciate you guys uh, thinking of me when you do when you need uh, someone to come on and whatnot I always enjoy it
1: Josh don't you have a YouTube channel
2: Um, yes I actually do have a YouTube channel I've uh, made a few videos Uh, I made one for um, Stacy when was that eight months ago nine months ago
1: and, that was about um, a year ago yeah it was, was a it very more emotional, than that was was it even
2: video. yeah it um uh, if you look up i think i'm under um m o d a n o a l t e r Madano alter is uh the um what i have going there and uh i enjoy doing videos from time to time and and stacy doing your video i still at at uh It amazed me that you uh, came to me and asked me to do that. So it was was a very uh, cool experience for me, and it made me kind of raise my game uh, and try to figure out new ways to uh, get around doing everything by iPad. So uh, uh, it it was awesome. So I appreciate you giving me that chance.
1: It's a great video. I I still get feedback on it, and I still cry when I see it. So um, (laughs) it's it's a testament. I mean, the way you put it together, it's a testament to – You can overcome, no matter what's in your past, no matter what kind of pain you've been through, it is possible to overcome it. Yes. Yes. We have
3: a whole hell of a lot of talented people in this community, and of course, Robert McClary, I'm going to put you over, even though you've been shitting on me the whole show. Robert is one of the (laughs) most talented people I know. He's, He's genuinely good at what he does, and he has patience. Beyond belief, not just for me, but he deals with a lot on a daily basis, and then has to deal with me. So,
0: (laughs) Robert should
3: Robert should be a DDP Yoga employee; he should be a statehood. So, uh, thank you, Robert. And uh, it was a fun show tonight, Um, uh, and we'll be back uh, next week. Um, And I just want to say real quick, I got uh, Stacy. You know uh, Eric from uh, Canada who comes to the DDP Yoga uh, retreats, right?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, Eric, Eric the Eric redhead.
3: Broughten. Yeah. Oh, Eric Broughton. Eric Broughton, Canadian. Looks mm-hmm. like Charlie
1: Brown. Yes. <clears throat>
3: uh he, he's gonna be coming down to uh my area and we're going to see Bruce Franklin this weekend. So uh we'll oh, we'll have some reports for that on Facebook. He's a really cool guy and uh one of the most insane yoga freaks I know. He's like he can do like such cr- he can do the R V D like uh chair to chair split with the weight. He can do like you these- walk on his hand for like a mile or something. He's in a ridiculous shape. So uh, we're going to have fun with him and uh, Robert, of course, thank you so much. Stacy, thank you. And uh, Josh McAdoo, thank you as well. Uh, we'll be back next week. Brand new episode of DDP Radio right here at ddpradio.com. Thank you for listening. WrestleMania is in the books and uh, on to WrestleMania 33 we go where I'm sure it'll be just as fun and just as great. And DDP, uh, uh, another year older, and uh, it's going to be a fun ride. So take it with us. And uh, until next time, remember, you never, ever, 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 bye. Give up. See ya.
0: Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man.
3: The power bomb set up by Page! am oh! diamond cutter! I don't believe it! Wow. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb!